Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 25. This week we have Team of the Year, it is finally here, and with it comes a slew of content and we are here to break it all down for you as we go over the attackers and the midfielders and the content that came with it. This week I am joined by the professional FIFA coach Steve Stokes, market expert Right Foot, and the pioneer of foot podcast Matt Lamborn. Before we get into today's show, I just wanted to give a special thanks to all of the footballer sponsors. Thank you everyone who has signed up to the new subscription service to support the show. It really means a lot to us and it really helps us keep things going. If you want to take advantage of the new Footballers Patreon supporter page, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash footballers pod or by clicking the link in the show notes. Doing so will grant you early access to episodes, ad-free podcasts, and several other perks within the Discord. Let's get into the show. Steve, welcome back. Long time no see. Just did the gameplay pod with Dylan. Have you been drinking? Me? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh there was quite a lot to talk about this week, really, hence the uh, the two podcasts with Team of the Year and a few things going on in gameplay and, you know, the uh, that and the normal stuff with the normal people on this normal podcast. What's your obsession with normal? Nothing. Okay. Paul, how are you enjoying Team of the Year so far? Uh, yeah, it's looking good. And these Some of these cars look absolutely insane, so I'm... Really excited to get get older one or two and, and use them, but I'm going to wait until they're all in packs at some point, the end of this week or the beginning of next week. But yeah, it looks good so far. Yeah, the cards look insane. I just hope they're obtainable at some level. Matt, do you have Lewandowski in your squad yet? <laughs> no, and um, I don't think I I will be. I don't know why, but it, it should be like an incredible card that most people should strive towards, but you just know it's going to be super unpopular. Um, Bundesliga isn't what it used to be. General, it's hard to sort of link that card to, to anything other than Bundesliga unless you've got a squad stat full of, of icons. So, uh, yeah, that one's going to go by the wayside, I think. But, um, there is one that's been released at this point, which we're recording this podcast, which looks absolutely incredible. 
uh, but it's not the one I'm after. Um, basically, Jorginho, he's been inserted as the most stats-laden card in the game now and just looks like an absolutely brilliant all-rounder. Like You could use him in just about every position. Um, kind of similar to what um, De Jong was like a couple of years ago and he got a, uh, a sort of team of the years just... It's going to be super good value for money, I think. And uh, that would be the one I would probably steer most people towards too. But will he uh, be popular due to Chelsea Link's Italian nationality? I don't know. But uh, I think he's a great deal as it looks so far. And that would be the most exciting out of the the ones that have been released thus far. It's definitely the one I'm targeting. And as of now, I mean, he's only been out for an hour and a half and... He's 2.1 million, so hopefully he comes down some more and, and gets closer to that 1 million mark. I don't know if he'll get that low, but I'd say if he got to a million and a half, I'm pulling the trigger. Can we all agree that they've done De Bruyne a bit dirty here when when you look at sort of real-life performances, isn't it? How on earth can Jorginho have so many more stats than a player like De Bruyne? All De Bruyne has got on him, really, is, is the five-star weak foot. And the work rates. Oh, not going through all this again. There's nothing particularly spectacular about high, high or medium, medium. It doesn't really affect the card that much. It's, it's a massively misunderstood thing. I agree with you. Everybody that I've talked to so far in the community, the one thing they talk about with Jorginho is they're, well, I don't like the work rates. And I tell them all the time, look, I used Modric for the first two and a half months of this game. He's yeah. medium, medium. I fucking loved him. So if you're worried about work rates, just give him a try first. I think the only area work rates really become critical is on play style and on your attackers because a certain striker might not make the runs you'd like him to make. Or sometimes you might like a lazy striker. You can play it to his feet like Matt Meadow. So low or medium at attacker might be good for you. A lazy striker, as, as all the guys in the uh, the Foot Academy will know because I made a video on this a few weeks ago, um, a striker with like medium, medium. McCarty is a good example, actually, the flashback McCarty. Mm. they're not particularly lazy it's just that they won't go looking for the ball so they'll tend to sort of sit on the shoulders of the centre-backs and try and make their runs in behind um, there's, yeah there's, there's too much nonsense people don't understand work rates and uh, you know it's just something you hear all the time like you know it's a good card but he's got medium medium work rates well medium medium's fine you just got to know what to do with it yeah you didn't pronounce it Cardi right it's Discardi so you know that's what we've labeled him in the footballer sponsors lounge because none of us like him. I have no idea why. It's, it's the best striker that I've used on the game up until I used the lone version of uh, Team of the Year Mbappe today. That's another oh. story. Tell us about it. Well, it's just, it's everything. Um, it's, if, if there's a better attacking card comes out than that in the entire game, um, I'd be absolutely staggered. Um, I think that's where the where the game ends in terms of attackers. It just does everything apart from apart from the weak foot, which I thought was a little bit dodgy. He missed a few on the weak foot. Um, but yeah, it's it's a nasty card that, and the fact that they're giving away a um, a five game loan version for everybody to abuse in friendlies, you know, yippee for that. Yep, and they're also giving away a free loan version simply by choosing a side in the objectives you can go to objectives go to teams and you can select either team of the year Messi or team of the year Lewandowski Lewandowski for fuck's sake (laughs) and uh so yeah you can get loan Mbappe and either loan Messi or loan Lewandowski which I've already done both of those and I will say with the Messi card 
to me, the team of the year card doesn't feel very much better than the 94 in form. He's got better stamina. That's the only thing I can really say. He's, I don't, I'm splitting hairs when I come to these two. So from a price standpoint at this point, if you just want the card because it looks nice, go ahead, spend your coins on it. But you can do almost the same by spending about 3 million less. Just my opinion. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, it, it feels nice. I've, I haven't used the Inform, so I can't compare it to that. I can only compare it to the to the gold. Um, but yeah, it does does everything that you'd expect Messi to do. Makes great runs off the ball. Got that filthy finesse. Um, the, the ball contacts are, are excellent. He takes so many touches, so it's nice and easy to turn and change direction. And yeah, um, pricey, isn't it? Let's be honest. But um, yeah. It's it's not a bad card, let's say that. And I I like you know fair play to EA really for giving us all the chance to use them. I, I like that they've made them available through loans. It's just going to get a bit sweaty out there in friendlies, isn't it? Yeah, you mentioned EA. Did you guys have problems getting onto the game on the launcher team of the year, Matt? Did you have any issues? No, I could get on, but I found that matchmaking's been. Um, difficult in relation with with ping. I've, I've had wildly erratic um, experiences in, in playing competitive online games. Did he say wildly erotic? Erratic, you dirty, oh. dirty man. Oh. Yes, so trying to get a fluid run of, of games together has been very difficult to the point where I just thought I, I would leave it for this weekend and, and come back next week when I've hopefully got one or two Team of the Year players to actually enjoy the game with. But um yeah, it, it's typical EA, isn't it? When the biggest promo of the year, or at least so far, they can't get the, the server situation um, exactly right. So inhibiting your your gameplay experience despite the uh, the stellar amount of cards on offer. So a uh, bit of an L there for EA, but hopefully they can sort that one out. Yeah, I noticed a lot of people having issues getting onto the game. Some people had no issues, but most people couldn't log in for at least the first 15 to 20 minutes. I imagine if you could get in, there was probably some bargains to be had on the market since there were so few people actually logged onto the servers. But moving on to the to the market side of this, Paul, how many flash SBCs did we get during this promo? And it seemed like the lightning rounds were just nonstop every hour, sometimes every half hour with lightning rounds. Yeah, I noticed on Friday I couldn't really monitor it too well because, like you've already said, it would it was difficult getting on. You could get on occasionally but then you'd get kicked out and then the servers were down and it just were a, a shit show really but they've extended the weekend league because of that which is which is always nice but yeah the first time we've ever seen lightning rounds after half an hour so they're they're trying to get double the value they're not they don't seem to be selling out on xbox i don't know what it's like on ps but there's lots and lots of supply as you said there's loads of flash SBCs coming in some decent value ones as well with really, really good packs, decent, you know, rare mega packs, mega packs. So yeah, it's it's all good if uh, you wanted to try and pack some of these team of the years. One of these lightning rounds packs that they had in there was an 86 plus star small rare players pack. And the odds for this was obviously less than 1% for a team of the year player, which is expected, but and eight, this is how they titled it, 86 plus star small rare players pack. And you only had a 60% chance of getting an 87 rated or above player. If that doesn't ring an alarm bell to you when you're looking at these packs and reminding you, do not waste FIFA points on this junk. It is pure bait. They're just robbing you blindly. They made $3 million 
in 30 minutes in one of these lightning round packs. It's ridiculous. That said, Steve, how many FIFA points did you spend? 36,000. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. As, as um, one of my friends said to me, you know, was talking about the chances of, of packing a team of the year card. Don't do it. Don't even go looking for them, really. It's, if you've got packs saved, then, you know, rip through them when, when it's in when the full team's in packs on Friday, but don't go spending FIFA points trying to trying to pack one. As my mate said, you've got more chance of fingering the queen. Hmm. Sounds disgusting. Yeah. Depends if you like the queen or not, doesn't it? Uh, I, yeah, I guess. She's pretty old, right? She's your age? Yeah, yeah. a bit older. Yeah. Just a bit. Matt, did you save any packs and have you opened any yet? Yeah, I've got about 50 or so sort of big packs, like your, your your mega pack type things, jumbos and stuff, but no, I'm not opening them yet. I'm going to save them for the full release. So um, there's going to be at least a fresh team of the year as a consolation prize for when I don't get, uh, sorry, a team of the week, I beg your pardon, for when I don't hit a, a team of the year card. And then I'll go out and buy the one I've got my own, which is Marquinhos, which is going to slot in with cards I've already got in my club. So that'll be fun. But yeah, I'm not overly hopeful on packing a team of the year I've not packed many in my lifetime to be honest um, and I'm certainly not spending FIFA points to do it so uh, we're, we're going in uh, we're going in dry as they would say and, and hoping for the best mm, going in dry usually that's not a good thing but hey especially if you finger it no stop it Steve stop it oh ugh. that was that's ugh. going back to team of the year you have the Mbappe objective i think that's called mega management uh be sh- be sure to double this up with the verdi moments card has anybody done this one yet steve i think you did paul's not much for objective players yeah i've, I've played a few games with it as well and it's it's decent you know it's it's great on the ball um the stats are a bit of a clue really is uh for a start he's five foot six so he's got that incredibly low center of gravity 94 agility 97 balance so that gives you a fair idea um, composure's up there, which is nice on an objectives card for a change as well. That's that's 86. Stamina at 88. They're always the the stats that I look for in objectives because that's normally where EA tends to downgrade them, but uh, they haven't with this one, really. Um, yeah, get the right chem cards on is excellent. And, you know, finally as well, an objectives card that's got five-star skills. So, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, he's your man. And... Uh, Good nation, good league, easily linkable. To be quite honest with you, I think it's one of the highlights of uh, of the team of the year promo so far. It's just, we said before we started, we, we, both me and you have completed it. You've, uh, I'm not a fan of the game mode, but I think you are, aren't you? It's just uh, it's a bit too hectic for me, a bit bonkers. Oh, I mean, I've done Mbappe and Verdi already, and I was still playing the game mode just because it was fun. It was horrible. I mean, there's there's nothing to lose. It's just playing the game because you like playing. I mean, nobody does that anymore, but I still do. It's people sprinting around at 100 miles an hour, ball roll, sprint, shoot, just encouraging people to play bad FIFA. It's basically where FIFA is at the end of the game cycle when all the team of the season cards are, are in everybody's team. And it's just, yeah, it's just mayhem. Bad FIFA. Don't like it. Hmm. Well, teachers on. I thought it was fun. I mean, I don't like sweating games out every time. I don't like p- playing possession. I don't like doing the super meta. Yeah, I don't know. Just not for me. But yeah, 
be sure to combine those two. If you do Mbappe and Verdi at the same time, save yourself quite a bit of heartache if you do not like this game mode. So while, while you're saying about um, combining them and getting them done, I want to give a shout out to the 4-5-1 to, to get the Mbappe card done because you've got to play with five midfielders. I think you've got to play eight games, is it, with five midfielders? or five? You've got to play several games with five midfielders. And the way to do it is by starting in the 4-5-1. So uh, get that there with your, your right mid, your left mid, and your three cams. Thanks for the tip, Steve. You're welcome. It's why I'm here. Matt, what do you think about the Pacata SPC? Or Paqueta? Uh, I think it's one of those ones that you, you're going to be tempted to go into, but I'm not overly keen on doing these SBCs that come out at the beginning of a promo where you know more and possibly bigger stuff's going to come out. I think it's just one of those ones that's designed to drain your club before the real big stuff comes out. And if you're leaning towards league and especially if you're going for those uh, five team of the year players, then uh, getting Paqueta is almost seems obvious, but I'd be tempted to wait uh, and see what else comes out. You've got a little bit of time to complete that SBC. So be patient unless he's like the ideal fit for what you, you're doing with your, your most competitive uh, lineup. Then I, I would hold fire on, on whatever fodder you've got in your club, any um, team of the, the weak players, that you've got saved up that kind of thing and, and just see what comes out before the end of the promo first. My club is pretty dead right now with fodder. It's uh, it's pretty bleak. I did the Accardi SBC and I didn't have to spend, but I pretty much was left with nothing. Uh, Paul, what's your fodder stack looking like? I'm sure it's to the moon. No, my, my fodder situation is pretty similar to yours, Hunter. I did all the... Uh, SBCs that the they gave us last week in the team of the year warm up. So all my eighty threes and eighty fours and eighty fives all got all got used. So my club's looking a little bit bare, and I've not opened packs yet. So we we're still looking a little bit bare. But I think we'll get some upgrades this week. So that Paqueta might be one of those that if you're doing upgrades, put your your duplicates into that, make him a little bit make him a little bit cheaper or if you're waiting to open your packs later this week when all cards are in packs if you get duplicates maybe throw throw it into there it did have quite an impact on the market did Paquetta yesterday with French sentiments dropping uh, Fafana and Guendouzi dropped and Brazilian links had a nice little rise yesterday so he did have a fair impact on the market doesn't look a bad card looks decent hmm it looks a good card, but it's bad value, isn't it? I mean, there's 240,000 on, on both consoles at the moment. Stats-wise, it's comparable. It's slightly better, let's be honest. It's slightly better than the Winter Wild Cards, Jose Mauer. But the the thing is... I wouldn't even say better. Just slightly different. Nah, I'd, I'd say it's a little bit better. It's, it's probably got more in-game stats. I'd be willing to gamble. Um, but it's twice the price. Our was 130,000. And, uh, you know, as I say, we're talking 240,000 for Paqueta. So, uh, yeah, make your own conclusions. I'd say it's pretty rotten value, that. I think if you're looking for a, a league on centre mid, you wouldn't go far wrong from Gwendouza. He's cheaper than that card, and I imagine he'll hold his price. And he's a really good card. I've used him a fair bit. He's very he's good. He's very good. And if, yeah. if you want a real budget French centre mid, have a look at the um, player of the month, Teji Savanier. I've got him in my uh, 
my Road to Glory um, free players project account. I did the SBC on that. You stick a shadow on that card and you've got something. And he's currently coming in at 68,000 on Xbox. And that is an absolute bargain. Um, so yeah, if you've got fodder and you want a French midfielder, that's the one that I'd be looking at personally. I used his headliner last weekend and it was, it was very good, very good and similar mm-hmm. sort of price. I think it's about 80, 90k or something. And really good card for the, for the price. And he's always got a chance of an upgrade if you've got the headliner. Well, as bad a value as that SBC is, <laughs> there is one that's worse, in my opinion, and that is the hero player pick SBC. Requires two squads, 183 rated, 184 rated, three informs. And that's going to put you out about a, about 80K as of today. I don't know. To me, you can only get four cards out of 19 heroes that are going to be better value than you're putting into this thing. And everybody knows there's only one card you want to get out of this. I mean, if you got Abdi Pele, that's a that's a dub. It's a small dub, but it's it's granola or bust to me. What do y'all think about the Hero SBC? We'll, we'll start with Matt. It's not something that I would be interested in doing. I don't think any of the, the heroes are a particularly uh, good prospect at this stage. I think they're already no. falling behind the curve, even the big name ones that you're alluding to. And I think EA at the beginning of the season hinted that they will be doing upgraded versions of these soon. So if you, even if you packed Granola or Pele, it's a very good chance in a month or two they're going to have a better version and you're going to feel a little bit aggrieved that you, uh, you went for the gamble and, and got something that you're probably going to want to bin off very soon and won't be able to sell anyway. So I would advise people, unless you're in it purely for the gamble, to, to not go near that one. Yeah, I agree. But I'll let you know who I pack when I'm done. <laughs> Can't help myself. I, I want to buy Granola as the upgrade to my team, but I might as well gamble away 80K before I do it, just in case, you know. It's better than uh, Cat Tifos. Mm. That's actually an interesting topic you bring up, Matt. It's not. There's it's no the- debate. <laughs> well, there's, there's no debate at all, but... I want you to tell us what you've done to your stadium, Steve. Oh, oh, now that is oh. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I've got I've gone team of the year. Happy, nice, love it. Did you buy it? Hey, did you buy it? Yes, with yes. coins. Yes, I did. Yes, say it, yep. say it louder so they can hear you in the back. Uh huh. I bought it. How much yep. was it? Mm. Um, I think it was forty five thousand coins. Congratulations. And you spent coins? Thank you. You spent actual coins on it? Yes. On two accounts. Yes. And you are this week's winner of Idiot of the Week. You take the trophy from Hunter who won it last week for the Disco VIP. Stiff competition. It is. It is. Well done. To celebrate. I can't believe you you did it for two accounts. Yeah. Yeah, it looks As so. If one wasn't enough. No, it looks so fantastic on the first one that I thought, you know what? It's, it's not fair on the other account not to do it. It's not fair. This is the most hyped and most celebrated promo. Yep. That so few people will ever get to participate in every year, and people yep. fall for it. That looks great yeah. though. And I, sh- I should add, I- this is the perfect time to add that we're, uh, or I rather, I, I'm celebrating your stupidity in doing that VIP thing. By giving away the um, the, the forty five k 
pack um, for team of the year. Can't even remember what it's called, actually. But yeah, um, there's a tweet on the Footballers Twitter account. And if you follow the relevant people, retweet that tweet. You too can have the chance to own the team of the year stadium customization pack. And let me tell you, you want this. The VIP area is trash. Doesn't move. There's no strobing lights. I don't think the VIP area is in it, actually. You bought the budget version? You didn't get like the full blown. If you didn't get the VIP area, you didn't do it. I'm not completely fucking mental. Oh, wow. I feel like we should start drug testing people before they come on the pod. Just can we wait a few weeks? <laughs> there were some worried looks on people's faces there. <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll start in a month. <laughs> oh, hang on. I've just thought of something. This has nothing to do with content. Uh, but I received a tweet the other day from a young lady. Um, if you give me a moment, oh, I will I find it. This. And I'll, yeah. Paul, you're supposed to reference somebody named Tom. That's it. It, it wasn't just Tom. I think it was, was Tommy it Tom Little? Small. Tommy Little. Just, Tom Small. Tom, Tommy that's Little. That's it. Tom Little. I, I was on the right lines. Tommy Tiny. Tom I'm, bringing fe- I'm bringing all the female listeners to the pod, I feel like. Do you know this this woman? Yes. What? Who's Tom? Small, tiny, little. I'll tell you the. I'll tell you the story. She is somebody I work with, and her personal trainer, Tommy Little, listens to the pod, and um, she he's been talking to her about FIFA because every FIFA player thinks that everybody else wants to know about it because you know that's what that's what we do. Um. So yeah. Can I just say that her slash she has a name and it's it's Ali Hobden. Hello, Ali. Sorry about their manners. They're not used to dealing with women. Sorry, Alison. Sorry, Alison. But yeah, shout out to Tommy Little. Shout out, Tommy Little. I know she doesn't follow us. Why is that? <gasps> oh, that's rude, Alison. Come on, I'm dying to hear what's going to happen if she doesn't follow us. Fuck's sake. Somebody's in for a fucking. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to go well. She married. You want me to leave that in? Is she is she got a good sense of humor? Can I leave that yeah, in? Yeah, she's in, she's got a good sense of humor. Leave that in as well. What if your wife hears it? You can be in for a fucking without it being sexual. It's not sexual. Non-sexual. You can't. Yeah. Not in America, you can't. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a severe telling off. Hunter. Hmm. Mm. Nothing to do with Severe the queen. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anything well, like let's that. finish up content. I don't like this. Um, Harry Kane. Don't like him. Can't understand him. SBC is pretty cheap. Not going to do it. Matt, have you done it already? No, it's a big L. Um, Kane's one of those players that, that rarely ever seems to translate well to, to ultimate team, despite his prolificness in real life. So even with that boost, it's not it's not an attractive proposition. Again, I think only Spurs fans or or hardcore England squad makers are going to do that one. Um, so again, it's just another attempt to bleed your club before the really good stuff comes out in Team of the Year promo. So I would mm. personally advise you don't do it. But uh, you know, if you like that kind of thing, you've probably done it already. But uh, yeah, it's not one for me, I'm afraid. Well, you made a comment in um in our private chat. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was last night. You mentioned team of the year or 
You mentioned flashbacks and your opinions on them. Can you share that with with the community? Yeah, so I think it's a little bit of a cop-out for me, eh, that they just basically re-release cards that they obviously want to release based on what they hope players are going to achieve in in the current day in terms of getting good enough form to give an excuse to release a special card that sometimes they don't. So you end up getting flashbacks of cards that haven't done anything so far this season, like Kane, and I think that's a little bit of a cop-out. I seem to remember like a year or two ago, you'd actually get some flashbacks of things that are a little bit more novel cards that wouldn't necessarily get special cards due to form. So like they had a Sammy Kadira at the beginning of the game, which was kind of cool because that's the type of card that rarely gets upgraded through special cards. But Kane should get several upgrades throughout the year. Uh, he's having a bad season for one reason or another and they've just dumped a flashback on him. And it's always a case of with these flashback cards, they just basically round down a few of the the finer attributes and just boost the pace, uh, boost the pace because that's what everybody's after, or at least what they think everybody's after. And we're just getting these generic 90 pace strikers that are a little bit difficult to handle, but ultimately won't make a massive difference to your club with the exception of Icardi, who, who's obviously truly excellent and, and in all aspects. Um, and when you compare Kane as an example to Icardi, it comes out, at a terrible value, I would say. So again, it's the only reason you would look at it is due to your squad building preferences. But I think flashbacks in general are a little bit lame. Mm. We shouldn't be dipping back into great cards of yesteryear just to get special cards into the game that EA obviously want to put out, but their form isn't permitting, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Steve, do you have an opinion on this? I can see where Matt's coming from. Um, kind of ties us back to that old thing about EA being a, a hostage to real-world football with the cards that they can upgrade in Team of the Week, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I, I see the point, but I don't know. I don't dislike them. I think it's good to have a, a variety of cards in there. I think it's good to have that sort of nostalgic factor. So, yeah, I think I think Matt's being a little bit unnecessarily miserable. I don't there. know what's nostalgic about putting out a 90-pace Harry Kane. It's just an excuse to put something in that they clearly want to put in, yeah. but they can't because he's playing shit. It's no, nothing nostalgia-based, isn't it? I take your point with with Harry Kane, but I mean, the, there are other cards. Like take the Alexandra Pato flashback, for instance. That's that's a much better use of, of flashback cards. Yeah, I agree, because so, he's been yeah. off the radar for years. So yeah. that, that's a good use Very good of point. that. And MLS obviously needs some good cards. Um, the Premier League didn't necessarily need like boosted strikers of a card that's quite capable of getting several upgrades over the course. Yeah, I just thought that was a, a bad use of, of that gimmick, if yeah. I'm honest. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I can, I can get on board with that. There's there's plenty of clunky strikers in the Prem with, with pace. We didn't need another one, especially an expensive one. I was surprised to see them make Kane weaker than Icardi. That, that didn't translate for me. Kane seems like a much more powerful striker than Icardi ever was. Um Paul, you've been kind of quiet. What do you think about Harry Kane? And can you understand him? He talks a little bit like that, doesn't he? But he's just one of those cards that people like Harry Kane. He's English Premier League. People will do him. Yeah, want to suck some of this fodder off the market. That's all it is, really. And he's not a card that people are going to use for a long time because it's Harry Kane. You could give him 99 agility and balance and 
all the attributes that makes a a decent card, but his build just doesn't seem to seem to cut it. So yeah, I think he's he's just a bad value card. I think and nobody's. I've seen a fair bit of him actually this weekend, but people won't be using him for long. To me, if they wanted to suck more fodder off this market instead of using a, a shitty card like Harry Kane, why wouldn't they give us like a 90 plus player pick, untradeable, make it stupid expensive? Because you know everybody would do it and they'd go to the store and buy packs to fund it. Or am I just being crazy? Steve's got a confused look on his face. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm watching the X Games. I think. <laughs> Resting confused face. Mm. Okay. I think, I think they're going to give us plenty of stuff this week that'll drive fodder up, whether it's these 11 times 81 plus midfielders and defenders. But yeah, Kane's just, he's just not the one, is he? We can all agree on that, I think, that he's, yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's team of the year season. There's a lot of new content coming all the time. So in order to get your fresh daily content feed and stay up to date, do what I do. Visit FIFAUteam.com and get all the information you need during promos so you don't miss a beat. FIFAUteam.com or simply click the link in the show notes. Steve and I already had this discussion with Dylan, but we wanted to get you guys' take after we've had even more time to digest this game post-patch. We'll start with Matt. Matt, how much have you played since the patch? And... Would you say overall it's been a good thing, bad thing? What do you like about it? What do you dislike? Yeah, I'm still keeping my overall opinion of the impact of the patch open to to conclusion because I haven't played as much as, as you guys probably have because I'm still waiting for something to come out in Team of the Year that really draws me back in. And because the the ping hasn't been great for me over the course of the weekend. I haven't been playing weekend league, that kind of thing. So I've only played a few um, division rivals matches and I didn't notice a, a massive amount of, of impact over the course of like five or six games that I played, and which I think is a good thing. I don't think patches should have this massively noticeable immediate impact. It should be a fine tweak. And then several patches down the line, you should see the the benefit of a multitude of changes that they've made to make the game overall better. But patch to patch, you shouldn't notice a, a huge difference. And I can't say I have thus far, but you know, I'll stick with it. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it in subsequent weeks anyway. But for the time being, it's it's minimal difference, if anything, so far. And I think that's just fine. Are you getting weird ping spikes or like weird pings in the matchup screen? We touched on it in the previous episode, but I'm still getting them um, like 10 million ping going from one red bar. And I'm not, I'm not joking, literally like 10 million. Uh, the number just goes off the screen. Um, it's in friendlies and it's in champs. It's not in rivals. So that kind of tells me it's something to do with certain servers or certain routing that they, that they do in-house. But I'm still getting that issue, but it doesn't appear to be an actual ping because you go in game and if you have your ping overlay turned on, it's still normal. So... If you didn't hear this last week, just know that it, whatever it is, it's visual. I know that's the get out of jail free card, like Steve said, but uh, it hasn't been an issue for me. Uh, Paul, how are you finding the game post patch? It's really difficult to tell because I played some yesterday and it felt okay, and earlier on in the week and it felt okay, but I've had some really bad connection. So some of the things that have been going on in game, I'm not sure if that's down to connection or the patch or whatever. So I'll, uh, I've got, I haven't really got a. I haven't played enough of the game yet to to know. 
in good connection. Yeah. I decided I was going to play weekend league this weekend, but I quickly decided against it as I started my playoff run. The first two games couldn't move my players, just felt like I wasn't even playing the game. So I decided against it and just did friendlies. Uh, Steve? Yeah, I, um, my views haven't really changed since we recorded with Dylan. Um, however, I, I think I do have to mention that something is emerging in the shadows post-patch, something that um, most pro players and coaches and whatnot are be- becoming aware of, a little bit worrying. Um, there's a new kind of glitch kicking around. I don't want to go into great detail about it. I don't want to tell people how to do it because I don't really believe in people practicing glitches. I'd much rather they got better at the fundamentals of the game. But um, yeah, we, we could be seeing a new patch coming pretty soon. All I'll say is that it, it involves your centre-back and um, yeah, there, there are ways and means to score with your centre back. And credit to—I can't remember the guy's name actually—but he's the he's the pro for VFL Bochum in Germany. He's the guy who who first discovered it. So when you see it drop into your your YouTube feed, and there are various dubious content creators claiming to have worked out this game-breaking meta, whatever else they called it, glitch. Um, don't believe them. It was it was the VFL Bochum pro content creators like who. Well, you know, um, I, I can't remember his name. He's, I don't know, funny-looking fellow with a beard. Mm. Good thing I just shaved. One thing that I have been practicing since our last discussion with Dylan is that the driven lob through pass. Mm. Holy shit. Yes. It's super effective, and it pretty much negates this recent patch with the attackers running in behind the defenders and how the defenders were slowing down. They run right to that pass and it's almost like a heat seeking missile. You just have to get it close and it lands right at their feet perfectly. Every time. Um, if you're not using it, the driven lob through pass, how do you do it? Steve, it's triangle and L one R one L one R one. Yeah. Yeah. So triangle or Y. I've only been telling you about it for the last two months. I didn't even know about it. And a lot of people that I talked Come to in the on. Discord didn't either. So I think somebody's slipping. <laughs> First time I've heard of the driven lob through pass, but it's a real thing and it's really effective. So get in there, start practicing that, get to it because it really works. Even I knew about that one. Well, yeah, and I've spoken Whatever. about it on the podcast before, but we won't. I won't quibble on the. <laughs> May look, man. Some people are bad at their jobs than others. Right? Um, what about driven passes? You you guys have any any issues with driven passes since the patch? No, I think it's been massively overstated that that driven passes no longer work. Bunch of nonsense. If if no, you were, they absolutely I, work. The the thing is, if if you would, there was a kind of trend, I suppose, for people to just force passes into their strikers with the driven pass, whether they were marked or unmarked, and that was bad, and it needed correcting, and that's what EA have done. You know, that those passes, the, the centre-back's more likely to stick a foot out and, and get a toe into it. Um, but if you use it properly and play the same pass to a striker who's got a bit of space, you won't have a problem. So, yeah, don't believe the hype. Yeah. Overall, I think it was a good patch. I think everything that's come out of it was positive. Um, last week, sometime, I, I know I tweeted out that the game is broke, tweets are coming, and they came with a fury. There was tons of them. There's still people talking about how the game's broken, they've ruined the game. 
I would suspect those are the people that Paul was referring to that were in for a fucking because they were playing on assisted. I noticed I'm winning way more games now. I'm getting way more possession. My passing accuracy is much better because people are moving out of the way as they're trying to jockey. So that learning curve is very apparent, in my opinion, with the uh, master switch being corrected. We have some questions we're going to go through from the community. Let's see. All right. Here's a, this sounds like a trivia question from Taschenmacher, otherwise known as Morris from the Discord. Taschenmacher. Yes. Taschenmacher. For how many teams did Zlatan score in Champions League? Hmm. Unfortunately, I know the answer to this because I was listening to the Zlatan song that they played in the lounge the other day. But Matt, do you want to have a stab at this? Wow. Okay. Um, guess six. Steve? I'm trying to think where he was early in his career. Was it Gothenburg? Um, the, I think Matt's probably quite close. I'd, I'd say I'd, I'll go higher. I'll say seven, but I think that's that's about right. Paul? I'm going lower with five. Six different teams. Get in. Me and Matt were both right. Matt, you got it right. Congratulations. You're the winner again. I know my Zlatan. Mm. You know your big man. That's right. Not better. Jason has a question. He wants to know, do we think EA should reward us with more loyalty packs based on engagement like they used to? It's two questions. So the first one, do we think EA should reward us with more loyalty packs based on engagement? Paul, what do you think? Selfish reasons, yes. But no, probably not. It's not selfish though, is it really? Because everybody would get them, not just you. But I'd get more because I'm a fiend and I'm on the game far too much. They're not distributed on a body weight basis, Paul. (laughs) Oh, God, actually. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's one of your good ones, that, Steve. It's rare, but that one of your good ones. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. You know, it's funny when you diss somebody and they laugh at it. It were good. You've got, you know, what do I do? You've got to laugh at that one. I don't think this is a thing they should do because if that were the case, people would just be spamming games and trying to find ways to abuse it to get packs. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? You haven't said anything about this one. Um, I'm going to say no, purely because the value in packs in general is just so low. It's such an empty gesture anyway. So really, you need to be hitting the market really to earn your coins to get the players you're really after. Don't don't rely on packs to be getting anywhere in this game because they are so naff. I mean, when you look at the value of like 83s, 84s, 85, they're so low. There's only like a couple of cards per week that are worth packing ever. So the value of packs in general is is absolutely abysmal. So no, I don't want more of them, quite frankly. I've got enough contracts and that bullshit to last me the rest of the season. So I'll just go out and earn the stuff I want. Thank you very much. Can they ever come back, the 83s and 84s, do we think? Is there, is there any scenario where they might ever be worth anything again this year? Yeah, they need to they need to start upping the requirements of stuff like marquee matchups because they've been like mm. 70 max squads pretty much since yeah. day one. They had a little period last yeah. week where they did all right. When we had these um, three times 85 and three times 83, they went up a little bit there, but they're back down again now. 
Mostly. Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem like fodder. It doesn't stay high very long, does it? it? It spikes and then it just drops right off because the, just so much supply comes back on and people do the SPCs and then we don't need them again until we get a new SPC to do. Yeah. I think a lot of that, Hunter, is to do with so many people being unassigned on 83s and 84s on fodder. Mm. It does have a little peak when these SPCs come out, but then everybody's just desperate to sell. Yeah. I've been able to buy certain 83s like Matip and Ocampos for 800 coins all year so far. What what can you do about that? They're, they're never going to be worth it because there's just so many of them in circulation. As Paul said, if people got them sitting unassigned, you're going to get hundreds of them dumped onto the market the second they're needed for something. So it's uh, bolting the stable door after the, the horse has already dashed. Um, it's a bit too late to do anything about it now, unfortunately. But um, they need to make more of the pack content worth something for a longer period of time if packs are to have any relevance in, in next year's game, and maybe they won't be, maybe we'll just go to, to NFTs and packs will be a thing of the past anyway, but I think it's a bit too uh, too late for this one. And I, yeah, story short, not interested in more freebie packs because they're worth jack shit anyway. Jack shit. What about if they gave us a player, and depending on your engagement, depending on how higher rated the, how higher rated the player was, so, you know, if you've been playing a lot, playing loads of games, logging in every day, you've got, say, an 87-rated card every month and they did a different card every month. It'd um, give people a reason to log in every day. You already get those in the season player pick at level 15 and level 30, off-league. Not really. Yeah, Not the same but, thing. I like the idea, Paul. But I think, yeah, you know, if you've logged in every day, played some games, you get a higher rated than somebody who's just logged in once a week just something a bit different I think this is part of the problem sorry Hunter before you move on this is part of a bigger problem though that why do they need incentives to play sure you should just want to play exactly the fact that people are waiting around for some sort of excuse to play like you've got to give me a pack to get me interested <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> this, it's just indicative of the whole casino aspect that, that FIFA has become the game itself it becomes so secondary and people won't play it unless you shove a reward in their face you spoke the game should be the reward not not the other way around yeah that's that's old school mentality though man that's so many games are like that now too um people just don't play them because they like them i think this may come up in a future podcast episode mine yeah mm. yeah it's possible mm. it's probable it definitely will let's go to the second part before we close out the show, who is your one utility player that never seems to leave your bench this year? That's a really good question, actually. We'll we'll go around the horn. We'll start with Paul. Oh, that is a good question. At the moment, and since we did winter wildcards, it's been Sow from the Bundesliga. Really? Yeah. He does hmm. a bit of everything. In the midfield, bring him on. I can put him at centre-back if I need to. He, he just does, you know, I can't put him up front, but he does a bit of everything. Hmm. Nice. Steve, who's yours? It's my old pal from earlier in the podcast, Hour. I don't think there's a better utility card in the game, really. Paqueta would be good as a utility player. But yeah, Winter Wildcard's Hour. Um, I have a shadow on him when he comes off the bench. So comes off the bench with six chemistry, obviously about six and a quarter to be specific. Um, so that gives him a, a plus four boost to 
to most of his defensive stats and his speed. And yeah, he does it all. You can, you can play him, you can play him literally anywhere. I'd, I'd be a little bit concerned about playing him at centre back. But apart from that, you could, you could literally play him anywhere from full back to, to striker. Um, excellent card. And Matt, I'll give you one guess. Fellaini. That's right. Marijuana. The, was a rule breakers one, wasn't it? The, uh, yeah. Yeah. That card is literally the perfect bench player because in the middle channel, at least, he can play anywhere. I, I have used him as an auxiliary striker. Great anywhere in the midfield and can do a job in defence because he has the, the pace and the presence to be a pain in the arse. I think that's been one of the best value cards on the game. I think a lot of people would have slept on it because they perhaps don't like the look of Fellaini or whatever or because it's in a bad league. But off the bench, it's, it's absolutely perfect. Very hard to get into a, a starting 11, but a perfect bench player. And uh, I can see him still being useful for quite a while yet, to be honest. That's a very good yeah. show, actually. Yeah, I still see him in quite a few games coming off the bench. Mine is the showdown Lucas Vasquez. I like him because it's of his pace. Card. He's got mm-hmm. great stats everywhere. 78 shooting, 85 pass, 85 dribbling, good defensive stats. He's, he's strong enough to play a CDM if you need him to. He can play on the wing. He can play striker. I love the card. And um uh, really glad it I did plays, it. plays um, not too differently. I know it's not quite as extreme in the stats, but the uh, the team of the season that came out last year, it's not a million mm. miles off of that play. It's very similar in terms of the utility of the card. I love that team of the year card last year. That card was so good. Yeah. Me could just stick him anywhere. It was awesome. That was a really good question. Uh Last question from... Our friend Lord Marisgoth from the Three Footiers podcast. Hey guys, so with Team of the Year being a vote within the community with some EA input and the final team mainly being meta players rather than players who have achieved something, do you think they should just use the World 11 team so we see more variety each year within Team of the Year? Yeah, I think uh, Marisgoth makes a very strong case for exactly that. And that's how it used to be up until a few years ago. It was literally the FIFA Pro 11 that was Team of the Year. And if I recollect, it did come out a little bit earlier than we seem to be doing nowadays. It would be more early December, which I think's a better time to release this. Uh, still in that f- sort of first phase of the game. Um, I don't see the point in waiting uh, as long as we do. If we're just going to have a vote on it, they can do it earlier. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. And EA kind of box themselves into a little bit of a corner here whereby world events can sort of take things out of their control. They're not responsible for the fact that players like Hakimi and Donnarumma transferred from Serie A to um, League Earn. But we have five players oh. representing PSG who oh. haven't won anything and um, have perhaps have only had minimal impact with the exception of Donnarumma on the international um, scene. And it, it just seems really unbalanced and they're kind of indirectly funneling people towards making certain types of team that are going to have a PSG or Man City base a lot of the time. Um, I think it's, yeah, they should stick to the FIFA Pro 11, release it slightly earlier than they are doing, and I think that would be much better, personally. That sounds so bad. (laughs) Steve, what do you think about his question? I agree entirely with Matt. I think that would be a much uh, yeah. better and more sensible way of doing it. And I don't know why they deviated from it, really, um, unless it's to 
give us a little bit of suspense in that we wouldn't know what the team is beforehand, but that plan's kind of gone out of the window this year, hasn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't see the point in them doing it this way, really. I totally agree with Matt, 100%. Good question, though. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thank you all for coming on on a Sunday evening. And um, we'll be back next week to give you guys more Team of the Year content and give a complete wrap-up, hopefully with some other other boosted cards and SBCs. Uh, Steve, where can they find you on social media? On social media, you can find me at The Foot Coach. That's at The Foot Coach. Matt. At Alembo Matt with one T on the Twitters. Paul. Right Foot on Twitter and Twitch, W-N-I-G-H-T-F-U-T. Right Fucking Fox. You can find me on Twitter at The Foot Hunter. You can find the show on Twitter at Footballers Pod. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss every new episode. And we will catch you next week. Don't forget to enter the competition as well to win Fuck the, the competition. To win, don't be like that. Don't forget to enter the competition to win the team of the year. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.